You're listening to Rock's Heart Radio. For this episode, recorded at TCT 2022, Roxana Moran catches up with Rasha Alami, Srila Banerjee, Aled Shefo, and Dipti Ejaporia. Hello, it's Roxana Moran from Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. We're on Rock's Heart Radio, and I have the most amazing show today. I'm so excited to have my guests here. Um, and I'm going to introduce them one by one and welcome them all to today's show. We have first Dr. Rasha Alame. Uh, she is an academic interventional cardiology consultant at the Imperial College uh, Healthcare and NHS Trust in London, UK. Welcome, Rasha. Hi, if it's Anna. okay, I'm going to call all of you with your first names. Um, we next have uh, Dr. Shrila Banerjee who is consultant cardiologist at NHS, in uh, interventional cardiologist, and she's the chair of the focus group for women in interventional cardiology um, at the BESIS Council. And we're really, really pleased to have you. She's from Red Hill, UK, England, UK. Welcome, Shrilla. Thank you. And of course, uh, we have uh, Professor Dr. Dipti Chaporia, the immediate past president of the American College of Cardiology and the endowed uh, professor of medicine at U- uh, University of California at Irvine. Hello, Dipti, it's so nice to have you here. Hi, Roxana, thank you. And at last but not least, a dear close, close friend, co-founder of Skywind with me, and uh, just a dear, dear friend for years and years, Dr. Ale de Kiefo, who's an interventional cardiologist at San Rafael Hospital in Milan, and president-elect of the, I'm so excited to say that, president-elect of the European Association of PCI. Welcome all of you ladies here. We're here to today um, to talk a little bit about our progress. Boy, the four of you are just dynamos. You have really been trailblazers in your, not only in your own region, but globally, have made incredible impact. and are driving many more women to cardiology. And thank you for all that you have done, especially through hard work that I know how hard it is to climb that ladder, and you've done it. I guess the question here today, and I'll start with you, Rasha, is have we made actual progress, or is this progress very, very superficial? Thank you, Roxana. I feel like that's the hardest question. I know, I gotta put asked. it right up there <laughs> so we could talk. Um, so I think we have made, I'm gonna be positive, I think we've made lots of progress. Thanks to you, Alady DT, Shrilla, and actually lots of fantastic men out there who've really supported women in cardiology. I think we see visibly more women on podiums. We're definitely seeing more interventional cardiology women starting. And I think we are breaking down some of those barriers. Um, but I think I'm going to say there's still a lot of room to go, and it still feels quite fragile, the process, the, the, the kind of progress that we've made. Dipti, you just came off as the president of the American College of Cardiology. I think you were the third or the fourth president? F- fourth president. Fifth, fifth woman president. Fifth woman president, sorry. The 70-year history. 70th year, and you... Um, you know, broke the ceiling and shattered it, obviously. Uh, but there were women who came before you. And what, what do you think about that question? I, no, I agree with Rasha. I mean, I think we have made progress. And you can see that. You can see that in interventional meetings alone. You see a lot more women. You see it in general cardiology meetings. I mean, we're seeing the, 
the uh, women coming out in droves to do this. Now, the, I think you were very intuitive to ask, is this a little bit superficial? Have we really reached the upper echelons? And I think that as you move up the chain of command in terms of leadership, I think you see less and less numbers. And I think that's really what you're getting at. Are we really reaching the levels that the women aspire to? And probably the answer is not quite to the degree that we would like, but I think it goes back to the fact that we need to continue to have intentional actions to be able to make that happen. We need to have, I know at the American College of Cardiology, we've done pipeline programs targeting all the way back to high school, college, medical students, and then residents to say, hey, cardiology is a great field. Why should you do that? We've talked about mentorship. We've talked about um, all of the different levels of support that you need to get to where we all have sort of come. Because it was not an easy road, and I think we've all recognized that. But how can we make that easier for the next generation to do that? So I think intentional action, recognizing that we've come a certain way, but we can't rest on our laurels. We need to continue to do that work. In the British Cardiac Interventional Society that you are leading a focus group on women and, and promoting them and helping them and hopefully mentoring them, uh, yeah. what, what progress have you made there? Well, when we look at actual numbers, um, they've been quite impressive because uh, when I was training a long time ago, maybe 20 years ago, uh, about 5% of um, UK trainees were female, interventional trainees. And uh, now we've, um, unsurprisingly, got 5-6% of interventional attendings, consultants are female. But the pipeline is growing and it's changing. So this is the real positive message to get out there. We now have 27% of interventional trainees in the UK being female which is a huge change, and I think it really has been impacted on people, um, both men and women, uh, changing the culture in interventional cardiology. So our president, Nick Curzon, um, brought about a programme where he set up the focus group, and he actually addressed the problem in, our, in his first big meeting, in his first year as president, and sometimes it was a little bit uncomfortable watching and hearing the messages that were coming out, but actually now we've actually producing actions that result in change. We're producing mentoring groups. We've got um, women on every single panel in the, in the meeting. And we're not making a big fuss about it. It's just becoming part of the norm. And really, that's what we want. We, just, we don't need to have focus groups for forever. We need to have this change that's just become part of the norm. I love that. Part of the norm. Uh, so we don't have to think about it. It seems like we still have to remain intentional. Alaide, you are, I think, the first woman uh, as president of the European Association of PCI. That is incredible. That is truly a mark to be very, very proud of. And, of course, you are so deserving of that based on all of your relentless work that has gone on for decades now. What do you think and what are you going to do at EAPCI as president? You know, I think it was a long road. I still remember when we were two of us in a faculty lounge in gym. I don't know if it was still It was TCT, in, I think, yeah. It was TCT? Yes, yes, for sure it was yeah, TCT, TCT. Yes. And so we look at each other and we say, we don't see other women. We have to do something. We funded the Sky Win, you know. Mm -hmm. And it was a long, long road. I mean, full of obstacles and, you know, sometimes that we were really thinking... Is it going to change uh, sooner or later? And at the end, there was a nice wave, I have to say, because in EPCI there is a popular vote. 
So each member voted, I mean, clearly not all the members voted, but it was voted by members, mm -hmm. which means that the community, the international cardiology community in Europe thought that I was the person, so maybe because of my track record, but also because clearly they wanted something different. So now I have, I and we have to perform clearly. And performing will be clear, not only women, but also men. The concept is uh, let's bring talent into our community and let's bring the talent then to the next level. Because the problem is not only having talents, in this case women entering into cardiology and then from cardiology to interventional cardiology, but also to keep them there. Because the problem is not only to have to be in the program, but they can have also a normal life or not normal. They can have their family and be interventional cardiology. So let's work on flexibility of programs. I mean, the same way of working cannot be applied. Yeah. It should be more tailored. Absolutely. I mean, I'm listening, this five of us interventional cardiologists, and when we talk about what our work looked like and how difficult it was to balance family life with, you know, with, with a difficult, you know, complex training as well as being there. And I felt like if I wasn't there, I would miss out on something. I felt like it needed to, you needed to be present all the time. And I hope we get to the point where that stress is sort of taken out and that it becomes norm, as you said, Shrilla. One of the things I love about the show that we have on this Rock's Heart Radio is that it's not that serious. So it's like, we don't have to be so serious. And let's note that it's been tough, man, right? It's been tough. And um, the fact that I was able to, in no time, find five interventional female interventional cardiologists at this level, right, you know, within a few minutes to get you guys together and for us, the five of us, to come together to tape this show, I think we've made progress. I think we've made progress. So, That's hey, great. you know what? It's pretty darn good, right? I have two presidents, one immediate <laughs> past, one coming up next year, and I believe, and, and I believe you will be. Thank you. But I also want to say one thing, Roxana, if it's okay. Um, we all owe you a huge debt. Oh, stop yeah. for being a role <laughs> Please, model. Please, stop. Yeah, <laughs> for being our role model, for being uh, our inspiration, and for setting up the organization Women as One, because that has made such a huge impact on so sure. many women across the world and inspired us all to, to, mm -hmm. to do what we can do. And we, we didn't believe it. And I think you have made such a difference. Well, thank you, Shrilla. And this is not about me. This is really <laughs> about women in, in cardiology. And, and I think, you know, one of the things that I think we need to focus on is, is the positivity of some of those male mentors that got yeah. us, mm -hmm. helped us out, right? I mean, come on, guys. Like, let's not forget these, these guys, some of them, you know, they really, they saw the talent. They, they banked on it, right? I mean, we gave back. We were... We all worked really hard. You had Antonio Colombo yeah, and Marty Leon. Who's your Who's your man? Well, you know, I mentor. think back to fellowship. And when I was, uh, I already had a fellowship for interventional cardiology at Stanford. But one of the attendings wanted me to do a, an additional year in, as part of my regular fellowship. He took me out to lunch at the French embassy 
to tell me that I was talented and that I really needed to consider to do that. So I, David Pearl, I remember that. David Pearl, yay. Yeah. David you know? Pearl to the David <laughs> Pearls of the world out there listening. Find another talented woman, bring her to the French embassy and tell her to keep going because you get a president out of that, of the ACC. And Shrilla, who is the male mentor for you? Um, I had three, really. Howard Thornton, wow. um, who was my um, first consultant that I worked with when I was uh, training. And he, he basically said, if a man can do it, a woman can do it, basically. And just, oh, you know, all right, Howard. Push me forward and really encouraged me then Adam Timmis in uh, research um, again really was a fantastic role model and uh, a defender actually against some of the bad practices we hear about in academic medicine sometimes and then finally Nick Curzon um, Nick Curzon he mm -hmm. is just do we not love Nick Curzon <laughs> a shout out to Nick Curzon we love you <laughs> and Rasha you've had Oh, amazing okay. mentorship. I really have. I mean, so, I, so tell me, who's like the one that like really stands out? You did Orbiter. Oh my God. Yeah, but the step change for me was actually the year I spent in Milan with Antonio Colombo. Really? Yeah, because for me that was the first moment that I understood this world of kind of interventional cardiology, of clinical trials, of research, and Antonio didn't. I can't. Feel weird calling him Antonio. It was no, no, please. Professor Colombo. No, me. no, no. Let's um, call them all with their first yeah. names, guys. Come on. But he was <laughs> he was fabulous, and you never felt the sense that you were a woman. Uh, I was just you yeah. Know, he I'd really come is. from London, and he treated me like anyone else. Then I think after that, you know, Daryl Francis, Justin Davies were really important as I did mm -hmm. my research. And now, increasingly, I have other mentors like Dave Newby, who's a fantastic oh, clinical and has been just wonderful in being an external mentor as I kind of go down my academic career. And actually, Nick Curzon, from a leadership point of view, and putting me, Shrilla, lots of other women into positions that we might not have considered. And in fact, it was Nick that called me and said, would you consider going for counsel? And, you know, I don't think I'd have put my hat in the ring without that call. So... There are lots and lots of people that have supported me along the way, many that I've probably not mentioned in this moment. But, yeah, so you know. let's um, give a big shout out to these incredible men mm -hmm. uh, because I, um, I often say, well, there are only few good men out there who promote women. I think there are a lot of there good are, men out there. There's a lot there, of good huh? lots. A lot, yeah. right? And thank you for supporting women, for um, not thinking about their gender as a, as, a, uh, as a weakness, but rather a strength if they're talented and that, that, and that it's, it, it, it really should not even be an issue. And, and it's fantastic that we have that. It's, uh, it's amazing. So with that positive note that we're going to end this, what are you looking for in the future? What, what would the future look like, Dipti? For you would we have like 10 10 female presidents at acc one after the other after the other or do we not even think about them as women yeah i, I think we just think about who the as as was already stated find the next talent and then it doesn't matter you know somebody said when i was being nominated oh they'll never it's not a good time for you to be nominated because then you're following See, Athena Pappas. And so I said, so they said, we can't have two women in a row. I said, well, we had seven years of man after man, but we can't have two women in a row. I don't think we should be having those conversations. I think it doesn't matter. It's whoever is talented up. So it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It's the next talented individual that will rise to that leadership position. That's what I'd like to see. So that's the future you're looking for. Yeah, and you I think it's here, that future? I think it's closer than we've ever believed it to be. All right, and I well, think that right. is so positive. 
What about you, Shwala? How do you see this future? Pretty much the same, really. Uh, a true meritocracy, mm-hmm. where you're here because you're good and you're able, not because of your colour, creed or gender, really. It just has to be on on, on how much you can give to the, uh, the society and the population. Does the world know how amazing this woman is, oh. the way she speaks? Yeah. I think increasingly. How poised she is? Oh, yeah. my Lord. Yeah. Incredible. Vasha. Yeah, so I think, I mean, obviously I echo everything everyone else has said. I'd also like to see the women that are coming through feel different. So, you know, we need to get better at tackling our imposter syndrome and our, you know, the the juggling of work-life balance and all of that. And I think actually we are all getting a bit better at this. And I think the the seniors amongst us are helping the junior uh, women coming through. Um, But I would like to hear less of, what I still hear from medical <laughs> students, which is, oh no, interventional cardiology is not for women. And you still hear that. Um, and I probably hear that at least once every couple of weeks from a medical student. And I have to take them aside and have a moment. I'd like to stop hearing that. Oh, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good moment to think about because I do believe that many women will not consider interventional cardiology still, despite mm-hmm. all of the positives that we're talking about. And what about you, Alide? What's the future look like? Okay, we have keep fighting again to have talents irrespective from uh, what it was already said uh, going there, and we have to go back to get give back something. No, I think Roxana, it's the time to give back. So let let's give back what we had, and really let's try to make the next uh, future leaders coming in a less toxic environment. I would say. Yeah, I, um, someone told me, um, I was complaining, because I complain a, a lot. I, I call them all out, right? And I complain, oh, that's me, that's Roxana. And I'll always call it out. And, and someone told me, oh, it's going to get, oh, it's so much better for me now. And it will be so much better for your daughter in, in a few years. And that just warmed my heart. Because there are many, many young women out there, daughters, who would never consider interventional cardiology 20 years ago, that might just do so now. And that is a bright future because because I do believe if you love something, you should not run away from it because of your gender. And uh, if you're really talented at it, you should just put your hat in the ring. More women should put their hat in the ring, stop feeling the imposter syndrome. And for me, the future would look like that women as one would change its name to as one. And you know that that is what I'm, what I wrote in the creed of the original Women as One documents that we would get to a point that we no longer have to say women as one, that, that we would all be all of us as one. And, and I think that sort of taking away the gender issues um, completely in, in our workplace is just something that I look so forward to in the future. Well, thank you so much for your time. I can talk for hours here, but um, this, is, uh, this has been a fantastic discussion about a bright future for women in interventional cardiology and with four of the amazing, amazing leaders of, of uh, interventional cardiology and cardiology in general. And, and uh, thank you for your time. And that's all, folks, for now. Uh, I'm signing off on Rocks Heart Radio. Keep listening. I've got great things to to talk about, great conversations. Thank you.